Welcome to another edition of the Sports at the Table podcast. On today's show, I have a special guest who works for the 49ers and the Stanford Cardinals. Please welcome Kevin Edwards. Hi, Kevin. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, thanks for joining. Uh, it's a pleasure to speak with you. You as well. Yeah, thank you for having me on. Uh, so, I mean, I know you work with the NFL now, so how is it different between the NFL, like working at Stanford and working in the NFL for the 49ers? Yeah. Um, so obviously an obvious one would just be the scale of it in terms of like the number of people on the sidelines, like Stanford games, there's a lot of people, but not nearly as much as an NFL game, which you would expect. Um, and like, there's a lot more eyeballs on it, a lot more fans, obviously. Um, and there are pros and cons to that. Um, but at the end of the day, it really is, you know, it's the same game. Um, so like the shooting principles where you want to put yourself, the shots you're looking for, um, they're kind of the same. So a lot of the skills transfer over. And which do you prefer working for, uh, 49ers or Cardinal Stanford? Um, that's a tough one. I really like them both. Um, I'll, I'll go the politician route and not give a direct answer, but they, they both definitely have their, their pros and cons. Um. But yeah, I, I'm a I'm a huge college football and pro football fan, so both have been a dream come true. Yeah, I mean, season's in doubt right now for college football with uh, COVID going on, so hopefully they're able to start. And the NFL is going to start next week, so hopefully we get to see uh, some of your work uh, after the 49ers start their season. I mean, it was great work that you put out last year, uh, Pro Bowl and the Super Bowl. That was that must have been a great experience. Thank you. Yeah, it was. Um... It was crazy. Um, both events, yeah. It, it's hard to describe getting to work both those. Um, and it was a lot of fun. And obviously this year is going to be different and not as much traveling and not as much access. But um, hopefully we'll everyone will still be able to make the best of this year and have a good season. Yeah, so how does it like vary? I mean, I know you, you probably don't get to get close-ups of the players as much. Uh, so how does it vary from this year from like last year? like. Yeah, so we're kind of finding that out as we um, But for one, we're not going to be able to shoot like we did player arrivals in the past and we're not going to be able to do that. We have been on the field in the past, obviously, and we're going to have to be in the stands instead. Um, so it's going to be a lot less access than we'd probably like, but it's understandable um, for the player's safety. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a lot more distanced um and a lot less close up um which sucks but it it, is just the way it has to be so as i mentioned before you worked the pro bowl last year so like how does that selection process go i mean every team probably has a few dozen probably photographers so how how are you the one who like got picked yeah so they they selected i believe it was eight lccs from across the country um, I think there there was one from Pittsburgh. There was one from um, Cincinnati. There's one, obviously, me from San Francisco. Um, and I would like to believe it was because I turned in a solid body of work, um, and they and they recognize that part of it. Truthfully, was probably because I'm a college student, um, and a lot of these people are full time employees, and they're doing this as a part time job um, on the side. So I had more flexibility in traveling. So I would like to believe it was talent based, but Truth be told, it was probably also partially due to my availability um, 
as a college student. And I mean, working at the Super Bowl, that's probably something like different being on the field compared to being in the stands. That's definitely every like person's dream. I mean, we dream to be in the game, but if we can't be in the game, we definitely dream to be on the sidelines. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was very surreal. Um, it's definitely been like top of my bucket list for as long as I can remember. Um, so very, very happy. I got to, got to do that, especially before, um, obviously things change with COVID. And out of all the games, say you've been to, including the Super Bowl and the Pro Bowl, which is probably your favorite college and NFL combined? Um, it's hard to pick one. I really, I got the chance to work the college football national championship with Clemson, Alabama, and that was super, super cool experience. Um, and I really, really enjoyed getting to work the game. Um, it was Niners Seahawks week 17 in Seattle. Um, I'd never been to Seattle and that was, that was super cool. Um, and the Super Bowl also as well was just like such a cool experience. So probably one of those three. Yeah, I mean, that, that Week 17 matchup was something else. And then Super Bowl, I mean, a tough loss for 49ers, but being there is just probably surreal. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, and, like, I was very, very nervous at first. Um, but once you really, really get into it, it almost feels just like another game. Obviously, it's not. Um, but, yeah, it was, it was insane. So, like, how does the preparation, I mean, differ from – like say a regular week to like say the Super Bowl. I mean, I know players sometimes some players like to have a different routine, but other players treat it just as another game. So like how is your like approach? Um so in terms of our coverage, it was um normally we just work game days, but that week we had a bunch of different events. So it was like a 70 hour work week, I wanna say. So it was a lot of work during the week, which was unusual. Um, and also they obviously have so during a normal regular season game, they have um, they have one basically video LCC covering it. And during the playoffs, it's like three or four on the Super Bowl. There was like eight to ten. So there was a lot more during the regular season. If I miss a shot, then no one gets it like it's me or nothing because it's just me recording. But during the Super Bowl, I have like nine other coworkers filming and um, they're going to get the angle if I don't. So it takes some of the pressure off you. Um knowing that not all you don't have to get the perfect shot and it yeah it was obviously a high pressure game but it took some of the pressure off knowing that i didn't have to be perfect i could just go out there and shoot um and and get good shots and how like were you able to just only take like video uh, photographs and videos like with the 49ers or were you also like available to like be close-ups with the chiefs um, yeah, so in terms of in terms of pregame, they had me on the Niners sideline. Um, and I was only able to do Niners. In game, they kind of had me film both ways. Um, so I got to do the like when the Chiefs run offense, I got to film them. I got to do their trophy thing. Um, so yeah, I got to do some stuff for the Chiefs as well on top of the Niners. I mean, I know being, I mean, you're probably a Niners fan, but you were you one of those like film that uh, third was a third and. 15 or so third and 10 i think it was the big play to tyree kill were you able to get a good shot of that yeah um that one so they 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 kind of limited where we could move so i was on the i was kind of at the line of scrimmage um and they they threw it obviously downfield way downfield um so it was i was not 
in the perfect spot, but another LCC was, so that's good. Like I got a shot of it, but um, the other LCC was just in a better position, which happens. Um, and I'm glad that we were able to get a good shot of it. And so like, I know you take, during the game, you take photographs. So after you, do you get to like just upload it and the NFL gets the rights to it? Or are you able to like, say if somebody wants to hire you, like just say, get a picture like in the game or are they able to like get some shots from you or like does all your work just go directly to the NFL? Yeah. So all my work goes to them. Um, but I also, I also at 72 hours after the game, I can post it and do whatever I want with it. They want that little window. So everyone directs their traffic to the NFL site. Um, but after 72 hours, I can technically make videos with it, post it on my social accounts and do whatever. Um, so, yeah, but in terms of, like, getting the content directly to players, they really want that to go to the NFL as opposed to me because um, they've had issues with that in the past where players would go directly to the employees rather than them. Um, so, that yeah, they definitely try to – like, if I were to just take pictures of George Kittle and send them to him personally, they'd probably be a little upset that I didn't send it to them and then they send it to Kittle, for an example. And out of all the players, who's probably your, like, favorite to film? Uh, I really like Kittle just because he's, like, such a big personality and he's a great player. Um, Kyler Murray was really fun to film. He's very, very talented. Um, I, I liked uh, Jarvis Landry as well. He was really cool. So maybe one of those guys. Uh, what was your moment, like, you knew that, yeah, now I'm, like, in the NFL, like, now I'm working for the NFL, like, how – how did you like come to that? And how did you like when you got the news? How how were it like? What were your feelings? Yeah, it was it was it's hard to describe. It's something I dreamed of, um, and they they actually had kind of gone quiet for a month or so, and I assumed I didn't get it, and they let me know I got a job, and it was I was so happy. And um, the first game I worked was a preseason game, um, and they posted a video on the like official NFL account. Um, which obviously for a preseason like highlight isn't that big a deal, but for me it was like, yeah, it was probably that moment where I saw like my work on the NFL's official account. I was like, okay, this is real. This is like, yeah, it was it was super cool. And so, say somebody wants to like only see like a specific photographer or videographer's like stuff, is there a way on the NFL website, or is it just like they just post everyone's like? the best shots that anyone got this, that like past weekend. So. Yeah. I, th I think it would be difficult to like, to, to switch by videographer, um, which would be nice, but yeah, I think it'd just be a little, they, um, you start to kind of like see other people's styles. So like I can recognize based on the coloring and stuff like, Oh, this is Diego shot or Billy shot or whatever. And the markets too. Like I know these people are going to be doing Chiefs home games and like Kevin's going to be doing home Niners games. But yeah, um, at a certain point, like, yeah, it's hard to tell between people um, and they don't like differentiate or credit because we're employees of them. So they just um, are able to just post it as themselves. And do you get like to edit, say you take a video, are you able to like edit and then you send it to them or do they like do all that or like a photograph? Like do they edit it in the background itself or? Uh, it's kind of 50, 50. Sometimes the Niners would have me, a lot of the program is just about sending like the raw videos over, um, without editing them. Sometimes the Niners have had me edit stuff for them. Um, 
it really just depends. It depends on what the team wants and what the league wants. Um, so sometimes I'll see the NFL post an edited video of mine that I didn't edit, but sometimes like they'll post a video I edited. So it's just kind of 50, 50 on that. And then like after you said, after those 72 hours, you like pretty much have the rights to all the images that you took. So you can post them like wherever you want. Yeah. So as long as I'm not, yeah, as long as I'm not trying to circumvent them and like get personal relationships with players using that footage and. Um, I, I can basically um, do what I want. With the Niners, like in training camp, there are certain parts of camp I can't record because they're like running through plays and they don't want to reveal that information. Yeah. Um, so there are some restrictions in that way. Like I can't post like players dropping a pass or I can't post Jimmy throwing an interception. But um, as, long as, as long as it's um, approved by their PR, I'm able to post it, yeah, and do what, kind of what I want with it. And so, like, I mean, you're probably not, I don't know if you're able to, like, share this, but who do you think is, like, stood out at Niners camp? I mean, assuming that you've, I know you haven't been as, like, close, but I think you've uh, mentioned to me that you were able to, like, head into training camp, but uh, not as close. Yeah, so I, I have been able, I've actually been working a lot of training camp, um, and I would kind of echo what a bunch of the reporters have said is that Trent Taylor who's going to be like their slot receiver this year. And he was injured all of last year. He's been really, really good. Um, and like they knew he was going to be good. Um, so he, he he's definitely going to be a force this year. And um, Dante Pettis as well has been really good too. Um, so I know they're excited about him too. Because um, I got to film him actually when he was in college playing Stanford. Um, but yeah, I'm, those, those two wide receivers really stood out to me. Yeah, I mean uh... – they lost Emmanuel Sanders, so hopefully they can step up and uh, fill that void. And hopefully Jimmy develops into, like, you know, I mean, last year he missed that. Uh, he missed uh, Sanders, like, wide open with a couple seconds to go. That may have yeah. won them to Super Bowl. That must have been tough. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And you saw, you said that you were, like, at, you were able to film the Chiefs, like, uh, trophy ceremony? So, well, I, like, on the field after the game with the confetti and stuff, like, when they were presented with the trophy, I was able to film that, yeah. I didn't, I didn't like, film the parade in Kansas City, but, like, in Miami when they were on the field getting the trophy, I was able to film that. That was, that was pretty cool. Yeah, we'd hope uh, 49ers could have had that parade to get that extra yeah. footage. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's one you ever really get over. Like, it was a heartbreaking loss. But um, they're, they're still really, really talented, so hopefully they can – make some noise this year yeah i think uh, i mean overall they're probably one of the best rosters in the nfl i mean they're probably yeah, in the division this year again i think and yeah they can make another yeah. run and i mean I, I think it was kelsey who said that he thinks if he predicts the super bowl it would be chiefs niners again i would be i would be very down for that um yeah they're 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 still very very talented um and they're both going to be really, really good this year. Yeah, and then Kittle, Kittle as well, he's like, uh, I don't know if you heard it, he had a recording like just before the game ended. It was that he was like, yeah, I'll be back. I'll be back with Vengeance. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, I mean, he must be a fun player to like be around. Yeah, yeah, he, he's like a very, very nice, like genuine guy. He's very, very funny. Um, and... 
yeah, it's, it's cool. He treats people with a lot of respect and kindness. Um, and it's really cool to see. So like, just say on the Niners, who's probably your favorite player this year. Um, that's tough. They got a real, they got a lot of really likable personalities. Um, Kittle's the big name. I think, I think Jimmy G gets a lot of like disrespect and I think he's really, really good. Um, and obviously he has his shortcomings, but, um, yeah. And I like Debo a lot. I like, um, I like Dante Pettis a lot. I like Jimmy Ward a lot. I like Fred Warner. Like they have a lot of really, really likable guys and really talented guys too. So it's hard to pick just one. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, Debo can come back from that, uh, injury better. I mean, they have like a great ton of talent, uh, especially young receivers like Pettis, Debo Samuel. Uh, they got Brandon Ayuk this year. So hopefully yeah, he'll be, I'm hoping he'll be healthy. He had a little hamstring injury. Um, but he, he was dominating in camp before he went down. Um, so yeah, they have a, they have a, like everyone talks about their defense and for good reason, but they have a pretty loaded offense. Um, especially with Trent Williams coming in now. Yeah. I mean, Staley left, uh, Staley was probably, he's probably, I think he was one of the longest tenured, uh, 49ers at that point, but they were yeah, he with was. Trent Taylor, I mean, Trent Williams. So kind of fills that void. And then. Their offense. Hopefully, Jimmy G can take another step forward, and they have they have some good receivers. I mean, if they are able to get healthy, I heard there was like a lot of injuries. I heard, I think today it was uh, JJ Nelson or somebody. I think got hurt. Yeah, yeah. It was a tough blow, but and then they weren't able to sign uh, Josh Gordon. At maybe I think I'd heard some rumblings about him. Yeah, I I know they were in the mix. Um, I know Tavon Austin got injured today too, which yeah. is a bummer. So they've been they've been hit really hard by injuries like Bosa, Ayuk, Kittle's been injured, um, like everyone's been injured, and it's been it's been tough to see. Um, but hopefully they'll clear up as the season gets closer. So I mean, looking ahead to the schedule, who's probably what's your probably like favorite matchup uh, heading into the season? Um, so I grew up a Packers fan. Um, so it's always really special for me to get to work a Packers game. Um, so I, I think the Packers would definitely be up there. They play the um, the Bills at home, um, which would have, been, would have been really, really cool with um, with fans. Um, it'll still definitely be a good game, um, but that would have been really, really cool with fans. Um, and then the Dolphins, it would be really cool. If, I don't know if Tua is going to be playing then, but it will be really cool. Um, and I have a close friend who works for the Dolphins too, so hopefully I get to see her. Um, but those those were ones that stood out to me. Yeah, I mean, hopefully you can see a, another Super Bowl run from the 49ers this year. And did they mention at all if you're going to be able to travel with the team or are you not, like you're only going to be doing home games? Yeah, it sounds like not, unfortunately. They, um, they're really, really, the league sent out a memo um, this past Friday so I guess a, a week or almost a week ago. Um, and they're really, really restricting travel. So it's basically going to be like one full-time videographer, one full-time photographer per team allowed. Um, so yeah, unfortunately it looks like I won't be able to. Um, maybe if it gets better at the end of the year, we'll see. But at the moment, it looks like unfortunately I won't be able to. Yeah. I mean, hopefully uh, things start to clear up a little bit uh, as we hit into the fall, but I mean, doesn't look look like it right now 
uh, hopefully yeah. we're able to see you know fans in the stands. I mean, I know some teams had mentioned that they'll be doing like limited capacity. Uh, I don't know about the 49ers. I didn't hear. I don't. So at least for the first couple of games, it's going to be no fans, and I wouldn't be surprised if it's that way for most, if not all, of the season, just because it's it, you know California is so cautious with it, and it was um, so bad here. Um, but for the first couple, at least it's going to be no fans, unfortunately. Yeah, I think some teams have tested that out. They're going to see – because with the preseason, I think the preseason not being there and just not – the other thing was they're not able to test their protocols and, you know, how the seating arrangements would be. Uh, yeah. How this, like, virus would spread uh, throughout the stadium if it does. So that's one thing that a lot of people are missing out on, like, the preseason not being there. It's, I mean, but, of course, the players are not – big fans of the preseason at all. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see if people come out sloppy um, because they're, you know, they're not really, they're not really fully tackling in practice yet. Um, and obviously they haven't had real game speed. Um, so week one might be a little sloppy. We'll see. Yeah. I think an injury broke's probably going to hit a little bit harder than, uh, than usual for all teams. I think for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I hope not, but I fear you might be right. Yeah. All right, so thanks for joining me, guys. Make sure you check out his Instagram page. It's kev.edwards. Once again, it's kev.edwards. Thank you, Kevin, for joining me today. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. It was awesome. Yeah, it was a pleasure to speak with you. Hope to speak to you again soon. You too, man. Thanks for listening to the ep- this episode of the Sports at the Table podcast. Hope to catch you guys on the next one.